Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Happy Sunday. Happy, happy Sunday to you as well. Okay, so we are back with another episode of Beauties and Better. Woo-woo! Yes! (laughs) All right, girl. What is going on with you? What is giving you life? Not not long ago, we had a vision board party. Yes. And that is still giving me life because I look at my little vision board that I, even though it's like the middle of the year... That doesn't mean that you can't have a vision board. Exactly. And so the vision board that we put together, one of our friends, she gave us frames. Um, We had our magazines. We were cutting out stuff. And so we all framed what we wanted our visions to be for the next couple months to the end of the year. That's right. And so I look at that every morning. And it's just giving me so much life because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so excited about what this next six to seven months is going to look like for me based on the pictures that I cut out. So I'm very excited about that, and that's continuing to give me life. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, I think what has given me life this week is my home. Because I, (laughs) y'all know I have been traveling um, pretty much um, starting with when I went to Paris in um, April, and uh, now I'm just getting back from... Seattle and Australia, um, all great, um, but it ain't nothing like being at home. Man. And I'm excited about being home because it's also the start of summertime shy, you know, um, festival season in Chicago, kicks off Memorial Day weekend. Rooftops. Rooftops, but festivals in particular are my favorite thing about Chicago. Like, I, you know, I grew up in Fort Worth, Texas. It was like the Main Street Arts Festival, a couple of things are like the Botanical Gardens. But other than that, there was not, festivals was not a thing. And I remember when I moved here, I was like, oh, no, they talk about the taste of Chicago. But my first summer here, I was like, wait, what? What is a Brewfest? What is an Andersonville Fest? What is the taste of Randolph? It was just so many things. Yeah, it's and one. So, it's like five every weekend. Every weekend. I am totally obsessed with festivals. And like I said, it is now, we are officially in festival season because it kicks off after Memorial Day weekend. So, she ready. And y'all, if y'all have never been to Chicago in the summertime, this is the best time to come. Because literally, there are like tens of thousands of things to do on the weekends that are so much freaking fun. Like Anything you can think of. Right, right. The weather is beautiful. We're off the lake. These festivals, it's patio and rooftop Movies season. in the park. Yes. Dancing in the park. Concerts outdoors at Ravinia. Oh my God, the oh, museums. Yes. J- jazzing at the Shed. So the Shed Aquarium, they have this thing on Wednesdays called Jazzing yes. at the Shed. Okay, That's we gotta great. go this song. Yes. Do you know I've never gone to that? Me either. And I'm always like, every time, like last summer, one of my girlfriends went a couple times and I was either had some going on, I have Okay, we're going to yes, the we first are. one. Yes. Um, one of my, couple of my favorites are Tuesdays, um, jazz at the, oh gosh, it's the Museum of Contemporary Art. They have oh. like a um, courtyard out there and it's just like 
they um, will have live jazz out there. Really? They have I where you can buy like one. food and stuff, or if you brought your own, and you can just lay out there, and then you can walk through the exhibits for free. <gasps> it's Tuesdays. Um, movies in the park. Sign me up. Yeah, movies in the park are one of my other favorite things to do. They blow up a big projector screen, and mm-hmm. you get to watch movies in the park, and then summer dance, which is again live bands and they have a salsa night a motown a house music y'all if and the silver room black party the silver y'all dating that's what makes dating in the summer so fun too Mm -hmm. if if your guy ain't taking you out to movies in the parks and summer dances like drop him girl because throw the whole guy out throw the whole man away (laughs) because a these are free fun dates. It's a great mm-hmm. way to get to know someone, be active. Like There really is no like excuse. It's freaking free for you to like walk up to the movies in the park. They even have popcorn. They do a little popcorn machine do for free. You can get some snacks like, not this past summer, but like the summer before that when I was um, dating one of my exes. Like, we made like wine slushies like at the house and like picked up some little snacks from like the grocery store mm-hmm. and like some beers, put it in our little like cooler, went over there and um, the movie was Creed or whatever. And it's, it's just a fun date night. Yes. It is, it is so fun. So there's so many things for you to do with your girls, with your guy. Um, I'm so excited. So yes. excited. Sometimes shy. Yes, yes, yes. Follow oh. the hashtag because there will be one. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. So, um, that's it. That's what's giving us life. Um, so let's get to this episode where we're talking about Renee. Friends, frenemies, enemies, and how to know the difference. Ooh, what about your friends? Friends, dun, 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 dun. How many of us have them? Friends. They smile in your face. Backstab us. We can keep going, but we won't. (laughs) The funny thing is, is that I was scrolling through my favorite app, Instagram, and I came across this. IG. um, Yeah, I came across (laughs) this little meme. It says, everybody got you until you ask them to do something, post something, handle something, say something, donate something, or yeah. support you in something. Ooh. Ooh. Can't find them, huh? Right. So, let's talk about that. Is that a friend, a friend of me, or an enemy? You know, and it's hard to tell the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Because I will say on that supporting thing and things like that, I know when it comes to, like, business, I actually believe that you should not depend on your friends for supporting you in your business. Is it good to have their support? Absolutely. Because I remember like when I wrote my book, I actually never had like a public like book launch. I had a private one because it was important for me to celebrate that with my friends. Mm -hmm. And I can remember like people who didn't take part in that, me feeling some kind of way. It was less about me wanting them to buy my book and like promote it. And more about having their support and sharing in this, like, journey. So when I hear people talk about, like, don't depend on your friends for your business, like, I agree. Like, if I have a a, a, a business selling t-shirts, I don't want just Renee buying my t-shirts. It's great when you buy one, but I really do want to be selling to the general public or whatever. So if Renee doesn't buy a t-shirt, it maybe doesn't mean she's not my friend, right? It's mm-hmm. just, like... 
she may not and I, I fully believe some of my friends bought my book they maybe really maybe weren't as interested but it's like Toya's my friend so I'm gonna do it yeah um and I think so that's what friends do they do support you you know um but like I think you do have to understand like if they don't with some things like from a business aspect like if I, you may buy one shirt for me, but you ain't gonna buy all the shirts I got in my line. Right, you know? exactly. But I feel like a friend of me is that person who, in that same scenario, oh girl, congrats on your shirt business, but like won't ever ask you about it or you start sharing about it and then they're not like talking about, you know, like they don't mm-hmm. seem interested. It becomes, it's like, or they open up their own t shirt business, child. Mm hmm. So it's like, are you my friend or are you in a little competition with me or what? Right. And you have to, you have to be careful with who you got around in your circle. For sure. Um, and, but I think it can be hard. Like sometimes we learn the hard way, understanding like who's a friend, who's an enemy and who's a frenemy and how to tell the difference. Very true. (laughs) I mean, I think that friends are people who add value to your life and the person that you can count on when you say that you know your friends you don't believe that friends should support you in your business I believe that they should but Mm. in a different standpoint when I say support I've learned the hard way that support is not always buying something that's true or it's not always um talking about something Mm -hmm. sometimes support is just having listening to what my fears are or giving me encouraging words or advice advice. yeah just being there for me in some sort of way uh, about my business so to me that that's the support that I'm talking about Mm-hmm. Um, so just making sure that they, and that's add, that's that value that I'm talking about. What value do, does my friend add to my life and what value do I add to their life? Because certainly I'm not in your life just to be in your life. I mean, I, I'm fabulous and all, and I know that you love me, but my, my goodness, I have to bring something to the table in order to remain friends with, with you. And I think friendship and friendship is a two way street. Absolutely. Um, it's not, it should never be one-sided. And so when you talk about value, yeah, it's like, maybe it is like they're not buying your product, but they give you advice because Mm -hmm. they are somebody that has a lot of wisdom and a lot of knowledge. And that's the way that they can support you. And then in turn, like maybe you give them free shirts or, you know, or maybe you are supporting them in another way. Um, and that's the value you bring. I think mm-hmm. that's what happens when I think about some of my friendships, which over the years have kind of like faded or something. There was that disconnect in like me feeling like, okay, I'm always the one. If I'm always the one reaching out about getting together, if I'm always the one reaching out, <laughs> if I'm always the one doing that, if I'm always the one at your birthday, at your event, supporting you. How did this go? And then you never show up for me? Yeah, that's a problem. That's not a friend. That's more like a friend of me because something's going on in the background where there's smiling in your face. I don't say friend of me because I think some people don't have, and I remember one of my girlfriends, shout out if you're listening, she told me this because she says her grandmother told her this. Baby, everybody don't know how to be a friend. That's very true. And I think, when I think about the situations, these are people who aren't frenemies. They aren't, don't dislike me. They just don't have the capacity to be a good friend, I feel. 
Um, well, then you go on an associate list. And that's what I was going to say. I refer <laughs> to those me. kind of people as associates, right? Mm-hmm. And so you sometimes, I think, with this is that you, if you put these friendship expectations on people that are really in the associate box, you're going to be upset. When they don't come to your birthday, when they don't show up for your book launch, when they don't call you when they hear about your mom being sick, when they don't remember like milestones or whatever, when they don't ask you about how your trip was. Mm -hmm. Because you have to recognize that that's what friends do. Associates kind of check up every now and then. And so with this particular person, and this is actually a male friend, and I felt like, you know, I was there for him a lot. Like, it was like throughout the year, a housewarming, a birthday party, some things going on with his career. I was like supporting. And then when my birthday came around, it was kind of like, a, oh, I think I'll be busy, blah, blah, blah. Didn't come to the party. Like, didn't really follow up, see how it was. Wasn't like, hey, let's get together. And then it was like three months before I heard from him again. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, what's going on? And I'm like. What you mean? I'm, it was like, I was frustrated because I felt it was very one-sided because where's that reciprocation? Not saying, I come to your party, you come to mine. I buy you a gift, you buy me one. No. But it's like, I felt like I showed up to you as a friend. You took all those things. You took all those gifts. You took all of that, like, gratitude. You took all of that good advice. You took all of that encouragement and inspiration. But you didn't give anything back. Mm-hmm. And that's that value. Yeah. And so it's just like, okay, you're in the associate box because real friends do bring value. And I feel like that you should, you should be able to rely on your friends. And I talk about this in my book, Ordinary Women with Extraordinary Purpose, available on LatoyaNicole.com. Get your copy. (laughs) But I have a section in there where I talk about having an inner circle that rocks. Mm-hmm. And this importance of, in the context I was talking about, you know, because when you go through things in life or when you are starting a business or you have a lot of change in your life, having that support system is so key. And there's nothing worse than having people that you think you can support, that you can gain support from, and that you think you can depend on. And then when you go to get that, they like flop on you because there are times in your life where you're going to need that. Absolutely. I mean, I've had um, my my inner circle is, is very tight knit and I don't let a lot of people in. And there have been times where I've let some people in a little bit, then I withdraw because I'm just not that comfortable at that point. Um, so I'm, I'm really weird with either we have that connection and it continues to grow mm-hmm. and develop and it's always going to be there. Or we start off and it there's a connection, but then somehow I it, it's not exactly what I don't know. It's like sometimes when you meet friends of friends, Mm -hmm. this is a good example. You meet friends of friends and you guys are like hitting it off. You're all cool. But then it's not really, that's their, that's your friend's friend. That's not really your friend. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I kind of pull back from them because I'm not ready to bring them into my circle. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm still, they're still cool. Mm -hmm. They're just not my friend. Yeah. Um, but then I have my inner circle that I love dearly. I don't have to talk to them every single day. Yeah. I could pick up the phone like, I ain't talked to Toya at all this week. No, we saw each other on Tuesday for the, um, uh, that we saw each other for yeah, the vision yeah, yeah. But after that, I haven't talked to her. But I come and I see her today. Hey, girl, what's going on? Right. Like, there are plenty times talk. where right. I don't talk to you. Yeah, yeah we, we could go a week. We could go two weeks without talking, but still come back and still have that 
friendship. Yeah. And like, we'll, or there are days or that I, we talk every day and then exactly. we talk hours for every day. Like, we never talked before. Or the, the point is that like, even if we go two weeks without talking to each other, if you send me something like, I'm having to get together, I need you for this, I'm going to be there. Right. You. Absolutely. Vice That's versa. the point. Yeah. It isn't about like talking to somebody every day or whatever, but it's like when they do call upon you, when they do invite you out, when they do ask you for mm-hmm. something, are you there? Yeah. And I had a friend um, who was, to me, when I thought we were, like, really, really good friends. And it turned out that they were really a friend of me because they were someone who smiled in my face and talked about me behind my back. They were low-key mm-hmm. hating on me. Like, they were saying to all these other people that I was copying off of them, that I wrote a book because she wanted to write a book. I wrote my book first, ma'am. I was putting up quotes because she liked quotes. Oh, deep heavy side because I know who she's talking about. <laughs> and I did all these things. And I was a, a, an, a I, I, you know, it's not a lot of times that I will brag on myself, but I will take some time out to say that I was a dang on good friend to her. You, I that is above a perfect example because you did a lot for this particular friend and I know this situation so I can speak on it. <laughs> That's a perfect example of a frenemy mm-hmm. because all the while you all thought, you thought rather that you had a solid friendship, partly because you had been there for her. Yeah. You were bringing a lot of value. We don't have to get into the details on the nope, podcast. not at all. And so to find out that all that time that in a sense she was taking advantage of that and talking about you to your other friends, to other associates mm-hmm. behind your back. And all the while you're thinking that she's genuine with everything and she low key hating. Right. And high key in the end mm-hmm. because she <laughs> she went from low key to high key. Right. Once she started running your mouth about me. Mm-hmm. Um and and that's the hard thing. It's like a lot of times, like we end up getting duped. Like there is no way. You know, I think about people who are like, I don't let people in. I ain't got no new friends, no new friends. <laughs> yo, yo that's ain't that your boo Drake? Yes, that is my boo Drake. Drake. Hey, okay. hey Drake, hey, no new no friends, no new no friends. You know, and a lot of people take that philosophy. It's like if I didn't grow up on the block with you, if we don't go to church together, if you. I don't have no new friends. If I don't know you since preschool. Right. (laughs) And that is, I think that's what gives people that fear of letting people in is Mm -hmm. because you don't know sometimes until something like that happens. Yeah. It is hard to tell. There are some people I do feel that come into your life. And like I said, you can watch some of their characteristics. Like, eh, does she like never really listen when you talk about things and she always just talking about herself like Mm -hmm. those kind of people I'm not surprised but when it's truly been solid and then you find out like that can be heartbreaking yeah they say to keep your friends close and your enemies closer Mm. enemies are people who really just don't like you they don't want to see you succeed in life they're always hating on everything you do they just are jealous of you do you really want yeah, look, do I don't you really know how to keep them closer. How does that work? Because I don't keep my enemies close. Like I, I, I understand the whole concept of like watching. Now I've had this situation at work. She was definitely the devil. So <laughs> no, she was. 
Now, I kept her close in the sense of I was watching you with my good eye. Mm-hmm. You know? And I always, this was somebody who I, in a sense, um, she was like, held like a major part in the client relationship. So she was, in a sense, somebody that I, quote unquote, had to report to. You can say it like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I kept an eye on her because I knew she was the devil. And I knew she was kind of out for me. And so I would. This is maybe a good scenario of like what it means to keep them close. I would be he, ha, ha, he, 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 all in her face. You know, I was like fake with it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was like, I'm going to be nice, nice, nasty. But I still know that this ain't for real. I see you. We see each other. Okay. As Candy say, we see each other. Yes. <laughs> and that's how it was. But I kept her close as in like I kept regularly scheduled meetings with her. You know, I sat in on every meeting that other team members were in on. Like I was keeping an eye on everything. And I also did kind of like in a sense make her think I liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an example. But outside of that, that's a forced situation because of work. If there's somebody just like straight up GP I know doesn't like like me, which... I don't know why you wouldn't, but that's fine. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, maybe. <laughs> I don't see myself, like, keeping them close. I'm like, I don't need that negativity in my life, so I actually don't want to keep my energy yeah, I don't close. need bad juju. Get that energy away from me. Right. I don't have time to set aside to be watching what you're doing. Yeah. Like, that's just too much drama me. on a personal side. Professionally, I can understand. That makes yeah. sense. But personally, mm-mm. I need yeah. you out of my space. And I've had that when I've seen, I had a friendship that was, had clearly broken down. It was a misunderstanding. I tried to reconcile with it. She seemingly was not having it. And I just had to let it go and block, delete, all of that. Because I was like, she obviously feels some kind of way. I'm not going to try to like still keep it around as an associate or still be like calling. I consider you an enemy. Mm-hmm. At this point, you are an enemy. Absolutely. Uh, or as I love, speaking of Drake, no new friends and enemies, I love Rihanna's recent Vogue article because they asked oh, her yeah. about Drake because they kind of dated. And she says, no, I don't talk to him anymore. We're not friends, but we're not enemies. Right. <laughs> you know, it's kind of this like, like Mariah Carey, I don't know her. Right, I don't know him. <laughs> I don't know him. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started being with this this person and this individual. I have actually, and recently in the last year, was at an event where they were, and it was almost like they were invisible. Because I, I, it was like for a while, it was like an enemy, but then it, over the years past, it was just like, well, it's just almost like she's a non-factor. Mm-hmm. And it's just like when we we're around, when we were around each other, it was almost like I don't know her. Mm-hmm. I don't wish anything bad on them on her you know I don't wish anything bad on other people who you know I'm not friends Absolutely. with anymore it's yeah. just I don't know you I wish the best for you actually I wish I don't you, wish anything I wish the I best just don't wish I, I just, for I, you <laughs> I want everybody to have the best out of life regardless if you like me or you don't like me or we're not friends anymore I could care less but go on with your life live your best life and keep it moving just keep me out of it but yeah. I gotta say real quick, shout out to Riri because I do want you to be my friend. Hey, Rihanna, Rihanna you mm-hmm. trying to take me for all my coins? You, I already know what you're talking about. Yes, hunty, and savage. she talking about Savage Fenty. Whew. 
That girl first she gonna take my money with she beauty, already fancy got beauty my lipstick coins, right? And my highlighter. I'm wearing my trophy wife. Today. Okay, <laughs> and now with Savage Fenty, she's trying to take my money too. Can um, we be friends, sis? I'm just, I'm just, I just want to know. Can we be friends? She's trying to be Please. all up in your lingerie. <laughs> I mean. You my girl, I've been supporting you. I've been Rihanna Navy since day one, since Pond the Replay. Like, can we be friends, please, sis, please? I ain't even mad at her. I love some Rihanna. Y'all know I'm beehive, but I love Rihanna. I've got my Fenty, and clearly I need to get my coins ready for some Savage. Man, uh, I think the 9th is the release date. Okay, it's let coming me get up. my... Now, I already got a Beyonce account. Do I need a Fenty account? Yes, ma'am. Because what's she going to drop next? I I got to stay ready. But Rihanna, can we be friends, though? I just, I need to know. I should be your friend, not your friend of me, too, girl. No, I'm talking about friends. Real friends. She a cool chick, too. Yeah, I can hang out with Riri, man. Yeah. That's the kind of friend you want, speaking about friends. Mm -hmm. Um... But yeah, I mean, it can be hard to determine, um, and it can be heartbreaking when you have that friendship Absolutely. But like I said, I think what's important is think about the character traits and think about reciprocation and think about that value piece, um, and that reliability and loyalty. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Speaking of, we got all these little like <laughs> Rihanna and Drake is coming together all perfectly <laughs> when we start talking about that. Um, loyalty is so important in friendships, you know. It is. And I think part of this too is understanding when to let go. So, like I was just ex- explaining with that situation earlier, there became a certain point where I had to let it go, right? I couldn't try to fix it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I recently reconciled with a friend. I'm sure she doesn't mind me like sharing this. I won't share all the dirty details. But we had fell out years ago. And she was like one of my really good friends. And we actually let a boy get in between us. And I did say boy for a reason. <clears throat> Read into that what you want. And so, um, yeah. And it was like, at a certain point, I let it go, right? We have a lot of mutual friends. We definitely were in a place to where we didn't talk, but we knew kind of what was going on with each other. There were Some of her family members were still connected to me on social media. I was still. And it took the loss of a mutual friend of ours and being at a funeral together to reconcile us. But at a certain point, I had to let it go. When mm-hmm. when everything had went down, I missed our friendship. I hated that we let this person get in between us. And and it wasn't as juicy as you all may think. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like I said, it was, it was, but a boy was involved. And, um... But I had to kind of like let it go, and I had I was at that point to where I didn't wish ill on her mm-hmm. or him. Him and I reconciled um, before she and I did, um, but she and I had not had that opportunity. And when we finally did, you know, it was like so great, and she's in my life now. But I had to let it go, and she said the same thing. Like she had to let it go, so that when we finally did reconnect. Because we had both let it go and were open, I think that's why when we saw each other at the funeral, it was like, let's talk, let's like get all this mm-hmm. out the way. 
um, versus sometimes when you're still holding negativity towards the person and still like holding on, it can be hard if given the opportunity to reconcile, to reconcile with them because there's a part of you that's still like mad and want to like hold something against them. Um, so sometimes you do have to let it go and grieve the ending of that friendship, but you, you need to remain open for a possible reconciliation. And if you feel that this person is remorseful and you feel like you all can like move forward past mm -hmm. it. And she and I did, we took the time over the time of reconnecting to get everything out on the table, like rehash. There was so much miscommunication, misunderstanding. And we both said like, oh my God, why did it take us this long? to even ever, like, have this conversation. Everything know? happens for a reason. And you just got to, like you said, be open to whether or not you're going to accept that in, back into your life. Yeah. And what stage you are in your life. I mean, because you might be in a stage where you are not ready to accept forgiving someone. Mm -hmm. or, uh, or maybe you did forgive them, but you're just not ready to allow them to come back into your personal space. Yeah. Yes. Um, and sometimes you have to love people from a distance. And that's mm -hmm. okay, because... Sometimes with family members. Mm. I love you. But what I'm going to love you from family? over there. <laughs> Can we remix it? Right. What about your family? <laughs> Will they stand their ground? Because you can't. I them. have that for sure. Because mm. it's just like, you know what? It's drama. It's drama. I don't have time for that. And there becomes a certain point where you like want to keep talking to them and reconnect. And then you just be like, I give up. I give up. Mm. I'm not even. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't. That's what I'm, I'm just going to I don't know her. I don't know him. I don't know her. If I, I see you, I see you. That's how it is. I have family members. It's not like anything, but it's one of them. If I see you, I see you. Mm -hmm. If I'm not able to see you on this trip, oh well. If you come to my town and we don't see, if you call, text, oh, you changed my mind. I don't have it. No worries. It's fine. Right. We don't need oh, to keep in touch. No way. Talking about me because you think I'm not talking to y'all because I think I'm too good. Okay, fine. Little child. Right. Because it's just like sometimes <laughs> that's another thing. Sometimes it's just not worth it. Right. It's not. It's just not worth it. Time is the one. I say this all the time, and I'm going to say it time and time again. As you see there, the word time. It's uh -huh. something you can never, ever get back. So use it wisely. Mm -hmm. So if you decide that somebody doesn't need to be in your space or waste your time, don't let them. Yeah. As simple as that. It is as simple as letting it go. Mm -hmm. um, and you know what? If they are reaching out and they are kind of being the friend, as one of my girlfriends says, and I know she's listening, you don't have to make no announcement. You don't have to make a big deal. You don't have to make an announcement. You can just simply walk away. Because I used to always be caught up in like, I'm going to let, it was more so with relationships, I'm going to let him know and I'm done and this and this. Or with a friend, like, I'm going to have to let, and she's like, why? Just your actions speak louder than your words. Mm -hmm. And they'll catch it. Oh. And the thing about it is, if you do not make an announcement, and if you walk away and you see that they are reaching out trying to make the friendship work, let it go. Quesera, sera. Yes. <laughs> Say la vie. Carpe diem. Because <laughs> the one thing you need to remember <laughs> is that people come into your life for a reason, mm. a season, or a lifetime. So cliche, but so true, y'all. Yes. So cliche, but it is so true. And I think that's the thing with friendships is recognizing 
the reason season in a lifetime. And one of my best friends, she is a lifetime friend. Have we had seasons where we did not speak? Absolutely. And that's the thing. Like, she has transformed. It's She is family. You know, I was talking to a friend who's getting married, and she was saying how she's, they've decided to keep it just family, and she's not doing any friends. She's like, oh, well, so for so-and-so, but she's like a sister. And I thought about that, too, that if, you know, if I had to do, like, oh, just family, mm-hmm. my best friend would be included in that because she is my sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is my sister. Yeah. So that is my family. You know, mm-hmm. because we have been through so much. You know, we met as college roommates our freshman, my freshman year. She's older than me. Um, and, but we have definitely been on the outs before, you know, and it was hard, you know. Um, and there were definitely times where I was like, well, was this the season? But, you know, when that person, you know, when when you want to, like, work it out. And, like, each the couple of times that we did fall out, each time we, like, wanted to come back together. And, you know, we've been solid now for the last several years. But, you know, relationships and friendships aren't always going to be easy. Um, But there are some where you do need to recognize this was a season. I think about um, people that I was close with in high school. And it's that same thing. I I don't wish them any ill. I don't wish, you know, a lot of them I see are doing great on Facebook. Some of them I'm connected to. Some of them I'm not. But it was just like, that was a season. Mm -hmm. You know, now as 30-somethings. I don't connect with them. There are different people. Matter of fact, most of the people from my high school that I hang out with now aren't the same ones that I was close with in high school, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, we went to high school together, but it's it's a different clique. Mm -hmm. And I connected with that clique post-college, and we have, like, what I feel are grateful. We've traveled together. I'm sure they'll be my friends for life. Where that high school clique, which was, like, my middle school, high school clique, like, a lot of those relationships, I'm not as close with those girls anymore. Like mm-hmm. I said, I wish them well and I see them. But when I'm in town, I don't kick it with them. Because it was just like, well, you know, that was a season. Like, during that time, oh, my God, it was, like, the best of things. Like, high school and, like, some college. But those weren't meant to be lifetime friendships. And right. I'm okay with that. Nothing and they're okay it. with that as well, too, I'm sure. Because we don't try to force anything, right? And so sometimes... We try to force friendships to be a lifetime when they're really meant to be for a season. And, and then there are some that come along. The most along. awkward thing ever. Yeah. And then there are those that come along, like you said, to just teach you a lesson. Yeah. Lesson taught. Move on. Yeah. So what have you learned about friendship? Um, shout out your best friend. Shout out your inner circle. Like what makes them um, that group of friends that you know you can rely on and depend on? What experiences have you had with um, friendships that have been, like, broken? Um, How do you feel about, like, friends? Are you hashtag no new friends? You know, I hear a lot of people say, and I've always hated this, um, girls who be like, oh, I can't have other women friends, you know? Um, And it brings me back to something that I've always said, and, you know, I talk about in my book. You know, real women don't compete. They collaborate. Absolutely. And it hurts my heart. Now, you're not meant to be friends with everybody, but it does hurt me when I hear women say that they don't trust other women and that they feel like they can't be friends with them. You should be able to find some women you can trust. I think trust. that that's an excuse and an insecurity on that woman's part. It is. And if you are like that, then that's you. However, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I feel that way is because 
somebody hurt you at some point yeah. in your life that you haven't even forgave, you haven't forgiven them, and you haven't had time to forgive yourself for letting it happen or being a part of whatever that was. Yeah. So you're upset about it still, and you're insecure about being around other women because you feel some type of way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this one girl that I knew would say that a lot, and um, she was low-key messy. Mm-hmm. She was messy herself. So maybe the reason that you don't trust other women is because you, you can't trust be trusted. Yourself. Right. It's something about you you got to work on. Mm. Um, so is that you? Hey, girl, you can comment and let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you are, have any frenemies? And if so, mm-hmm. what do you think about them? Yeah. So that's it, y'all. Just talking about friendship, what it means to us, what are frenemies, and how to tell the difference. Let us know your thoughts. And um, as always, be sure to subscribe and share this out. We will be taking a little break shortly. Um, But we want to make sure that we still stay connected to you all on social media and um, that you come back to the podcast and listen again. Yeah. And if you have an idea that you want to share, that you're like, oh, my God, if you guys can banter about this, this is how I feel about X, Y, Z. But I want to hear you guys' thoughts. Let's banter. You can email us or you can um, reply on any of the social media. Like you can Mm -hmm. tweet us or you can reply on one of the posts on IG or Facebook um, at Beauty's Banter. So shout us out. Let us know what you want to hear and what you want us to banter about. Yes. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.